Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Arminet Podcast. I am your host, Dagger, here with a sore throat, as well as my co-host, Reaver. Reaver, are you there? I am. How are you? Doing well, doing well. It's going to be an exciting episode, and we have a lot to talk about, so I'm going to rush through what we normally spend 10 minutes on. Um, let's kind of go ahead and talk about some of the newest um, things in the Arminet world. Um, our website is now um, arminetpodcast.com. So you can just type that right in. It'll take you right to the, our website. Uh, before, it was a Weebly address. So now it'll take you right to the Arminet podcast website. You can listen to the episodes right from the homepage there. Get some bios on the hosts. Um, see our Twitter feed, et cetera. Um, Speaking of our Twitter feed, we're, as always, we're at Arminet underscore podcast on Twitter. Please uh, come by, throw a follow our way. Um, we, we treat a lot of uh, community stuff so um, and always post up information about upcoming episodes and new things happening uh, within the Arminet world. Uh, beyond that, you can always get a hold of us via email at arminetpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, both me and Reaver have access to that, so you can address us uh, individually or as just the podcast as a whole. Uh, but probably the biggest news in our world right now is that we have started a Discord. Um, and Reaver, being the lord of Discord right now, I'll let uh, you kind of speak to that. I, I wouldn't say the lord of Discord. but well, I've got to think up a proper nickname for you right now. It's the lord of Discord. <laughs> Just because there's I'm a little bit of a rhyme there. Yeah, there there is a little bit. I, I'm more used to Discord than the Dagger is. Um, we created a Discord. Uh, the link will be in the description uh, of this show. Uh, and we tweet it out every once in a while as well. Um, but uh, it's for the community to come in and just interact with everybody. It uh, gives us interaction with the community outside of Twitter, which is always wonderful for us. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's been big pretty damn uh, successful so far yeah I, that's actually thanks uh, in large part to our guests this week um yeah before we get to that introduction though do we we had a few people to thank do. correct yes we have a few people to thank uh and and forgive me if i miss thanking anybody yeah uh we'll we'll, we'll add thanks and at a, at a later time i i I promise there's, we, we won't forget you. There's uh, been a lot of people helping out. So one, one big help for us uh, has been the new discord moderators, uh, which is Tim's and Farsight. Thank you both uh, for, for all of your help. You can actually, uh, they, their, their Twitters are, uh, I believe, and I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, at UNS Thames uh, is his Twitter uh, for for him, uh, and he's been a big help. And Farsight's is at KMDR Farsight, uh, and both are moderating for us and just helping us keep everything uh, uh, together. Uh, and it's a huge help, gives us a lot more time to focus on the show. And I also want to throw a big thanks out to at Asayu, uh, that's A-S-A-A-Y-U, um, out of the blue, uh, we were asking him, and it's actually Asayu N-Z, I apologize, I don't want to forget that last part. Um, <clears throat> we were asking about a uh, um, profile. Animated yeah, profile. Animated. Yeah. 
he gifted the two of us uh, a, a month of uh, Discord Nitro. Yeah. And it's kind of huge. It's it's, yeah, uh, so it's really a really appreciate really cool that stuff. So we yeah, it's really cool. So we have our, our we have our Arminet animated uh, profile pics now. So we we feel pretty yeah. uh, feel pretty premium. So thank you, I man. Do. Really appreciate it. Um, Dagger, who do we have today? <laughs> uh, well, we have a guest that maybe a few people have heard of. Maybe you never know. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, let the listeners know who we got? We have uh, four of of the members, much larger team. Uh, of Red Hammer Studio. Uh, we have Soul Assassin. Uh, Soul Assassin, are you there? Yes. Glad to be here, guys. Well, yeah, welcome. We're, we're glad to have you. With you are Red Phoenix. Uh, Red Phoenix, are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm here. Hello. Hello, Pufu hello. Is also here. Pufu. Hey, hey, everybody. Hello, sir. Welcome, Pufu. And last but certainly not least is Ben. Ben, are you with us? I'm here. Thanks for having us. Uh, I really appreciate it, guys. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, we've had a lot of outcry um, from uh, the community. Uh, we we put out a, a question request from them, and we do have a lot of questions from them. But and we'll be picking some of those, um, or even uh, RHS will be picking, choosing some of those. I guess I should say uh, at the end of the episode to answer. So that'd yes. be pretty cool. Before that, though. Um, we have uh, a few questions of our own, I guess, and then uh, yeah. then we'll get right into the other questions. Yeah. And first um, off, we should just say, you know, thank you guys for coming on the show to speak with us and to speak to the uh, wider Arma community. I know they're really excited. We've had um, a big um, kind of reaction to the announcement uh, that we were going to interview you, probably one of our largest reactions so we've ever had. Um, so that says a lot, and we really appreciate you being here. Uh, actually, before the first question, uh, and Soul Assassin, I've already told you this once, but I promised I would do it on the show. Mel wanted me to tell you hello. Uh, Thanks, and big hello uh, to him as well. And, uh, and uh, pass that along, so I, I promised cool. I would. Uh, well, I, I guess I'll start. Shall we get started? And, yeah, yeah, go ahead and start. And, uh, and we'll save your voice a little bit as much a as A little we bit. Can. Um, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. <laughs> So I guess the first question that uh, the Dagger and I had, guys, is uh, can you tell us a little bit about the team makeup for RHS? Yeah, so um, currently, I think um, in our listing through, say, historical and, and, and current membership, we have had and have around 100 people. Uh, so it's a wow. very large. Um, yeah, that's a large group. A large group, but um, RHS is, is um, uh, a little community by itself, uh, and always has been. Um, and we think of it more as a as a community of artists that uh, came together to um, to practice their let's say their hobby without any um, pressures, without any uh, outside influences, without um, care in the world, and try to learn from each other as much as we can. Um, mm -hmm. And if we could make um, uh, others happy while doing that, um, that that made us also quite happy. Uh, as for makeup, um, so we have uh, the four uh, mod packs. Um, of course, we have people that that are interested in mostly working for one of them. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a few people that that are more generalist and uh, do an insane amount of work for uh, 
whatever needs doing in in any um, in in any case. Uh, they, they, people like the Twelve Monkey and Rayhar who perform insane amount of um, tweaking for uh, for adding all the new features for uh, making sure that everything is operational. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly artists, they 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 focused on their own areas that they that they really like that they have interest in, uh, and they stick to that. Um, we have few people that are um, like myself um, um, who are not per se in charge, but have more administrative administrative roles uh, just to help people along, just to make sure the systems work. So we have a very um, complicated uh, infrastructure uh, set up in order to make sure that our uh, um, the creative process is not, um, let's say, stopped by anything, um, right. let's say, repetitive or, or unnecessary uh, for the artist to do. Um, so that's 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 basically the the makeup. It's it's a lot of people doing what they like when they like it, uh, without anybody telling them what to do. And when someone is interested in in uh, being a part of RHS and contributing something, is it generally they kind of choose what they want to work on, or there kind of assignment lists of things that need to be done, and, and uh, the right people are found for that? Like, are there modelers and and people that do texture work? Is it split like that? Well, we found in the past that that doing, um, let's say, ads or recruitment um, calls. Uh, for specific things did not quite work very well because Arma community especially is very, um, for lack of a better word, probably free range. There's a lot of people doing things on their own. Um, and biggest influx of people was mostly from them coming to us and saying, hey, I, I think it would be pretty cool to work with you guys. Can we do that? And um, we don't have a specific list. We we um, as long as something falls within the general area within the mods, um, we'll give them some kind of task just to test their not even their skills, but more about their dedication in terms of uh, working something, whether big or small, from start to finish, and just eyeballing how they fit within the crowd because uh, it's also not for everybody, um, and. Um, we go from there, so it's 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 pretty um, relaxed in in that sense. I don't know if uh, um, we, we mostly when people come to us, they they do the small uh, task and they stay with us. Okay, and it's, that's that's pretty easy in that sense. Cool. The 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 feel of it is essentially. Uh, if I'm understanding right, it's, uh, for you guys, you want to know that they're dedicated, but the skill and 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 the quality, uh, if it's if it's lower, will come with time. I mean, from the yeah, share. Yeah, lot. we all learned. We all we all came from yes. from somewhere. Um, I mean, everybody started with nothing, and exactly, uh, we understand that the process is is hard and. Um, long, it's, it's long, long. yeah, <laughs> and long, yeah. But it is, it's let's say dedication, and just seeing how, if it's your hobby, you know how serious you're about it. Sure. Um, well, you know whether it will make a difference or not. But it, some people, you know, they 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 can do the task 
well and maybe they get bored after that. It, that that also does not really matter. We we don't there's no hard feelings, you know, everybody has lives, everybody has interests and um RHS was always a uh let's say a, a very open space for right. for artists and uh everybody has always had the freedom to come and go or stop and pause uh without anybody uh, their case absolutely yeah that's good that's i mean uh, like red phoenix is now very busy with these studies about to uh to finalize and uh um, well uh, it it's it's more or less already final the well i, I don't know yeah so we can con congratulate you already or no it's not yet it's still like a couple of weeks yeah, for, for those that are not in the picture, uh, I've been studying game design and development for the past four years. Oh, awesome. And um, just last week, I more or less finished the the degree project that I'm ending next. Um, so, well, yeah. Congratulations. That's big. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So, and, um, good luck for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Red Phoenix, Pufu, Ben, did you guys have anything you wanted to add to? to you know the team structure of rhs any any uh insight into that from your perspective before we move on to the next question this probably isn't used often outside the ihs discord but our soul assassin's nickname is often boss man because he's the one making the high level decisions <laughs> oh, yeah. no please cut this out <laughs> <laughs> There's... That's good. I, you know, I, I was wondering from a structure standpoint, in all seriousness, you know, if there was one kind of, for, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of uh, game director type position on, on the development of a lot of this stuff. I I have only got a little bit of experience with modding in Arma, and um, the first uh, vehicle I undertook to mod quickly turned into something that started to resemble a job before i handed it off to another mod maker to finish but i can't even imagine doing something on the scale that you all have done uh even just with one of your mod packs let's take rhsaf uh, the, the afrf um that is massive in its own right so i can't imagine all this being done and tied together into these coherent releases without some sort of leadership structure in place that can kind of you know steer the ship. So um, I think here it's it's uh, probably less about leadership and more about um, again about people's dedication in the sense of having a um, a clear understanding of what the undertaking is and and uh, let's say uh, being able to follow follow it through. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's uh, let's say. There's key people that have been that we owe a million things to in the team that have um, spent countless hours in trying to make sure um, that things make sense, that things um, don't have any uh, conflicts with each other, and they're consistent across all the mod packs. Because that's that's the other thing, you know. It's each mod pack is. Uh, let's say on its own, a, a very large undertaking, um, but also making sure that things work across them, um, like damage systems and uh, mm -hmm. uh, various very complicated scripting um, additions um, that trickle down to dependencies like um, the Serbian armed forces or the GREF, which uh, take a lot of things from, from AFRF. 
um, that it all still works nicely together uh, yeah. and at the same time apart as well, that there, there's nothing breaking. Um, okay. there, 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 there was no need for anybody, including myself, to lead or to tell anybody to do this. This was a collective effort, a collective, um, um, let's say, effort provided by the people that were involved and in, uh, the, the the cringeworthy <laughs> nickname of Bossman, uh, I hope is not uh, because I, let's say, make any final decisions or anything. But we do we do try to make informed. We do try to make uh, decisions together. We we'll make polls and try to do things uh, democratically, okay. whether uh, through experienced people's uh, let's say opinions are taken more seriously depending on how long they've been. In the scene, yes, sure, yeah. And, I mean, that happens. But, uh... I think it also helps that we all have kind of the same mindset about what the mod is going to be. Like, it's going to be a realistic sort of. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you know, we don't have people coming in with different directions for the mod to go in. We don't really have to deal with those kind <clears throat> of issues. No, right. There's a and just a, a little thing to add. I mean, through. I mean, we've been around for a very, very long time, and through. Uh, all these years, and this is more than a decade, uh, we had very, very little, if, if, if any, conflict within the team or with any past members or anything like this. So, Which speaks volumes for the team. Yeah, we, we've, we've been pretty lucky. I mean, we get along quite well together, I think. Uh, even on, on in periods when it's very quiet, sure. uh, which happens. Well, and that kind of... Uh segues nicely honestly um into our next question and um just talking about um you all as individuals and then obviously how long you've been doing this um our next question is you know what led to the formation of rhs as a as an organization i I guess i could say but also uh, kind of a two-part question maybe each one of you could tell us a little bit about how you got into you know doing this stuff at all like what's the history there did you start in uh, you know ofp or, or where did this kind of come yeah, do you, about? maybe um i can well i can start with how i got into the art or sure. maybe alex do you want to no 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 I, I was gonna suggest to start with uh, uh with ben and work through oh okay to the then oldest okay. down. it's actually not a bad idea all right um, ben, i guess up. my journey was kind of weird because I first got interested in 3D by doing maps for Quake 3 when I was quite young and um, using things like the creation kits for Oblivion. And eventually that led to me trying to use, you know, Unreal Development Kit, which then I realized you need to learn how to 3D model if you want to make maps. So then I learned to 3D model and eventually my interest just kind of shifted. You know, I started playing things, you know, like Battlefield and eventually Armor 2 and Armor 3. And I wanted to get my work into Armor 3, but I was running into roadblocks in doing so. So I thought, I'll look into some of the modding groups for Armor 3. I'll try and contact them. Uh, and I looked at this yesterday, just checking. It was about four years ago that I messaged Pufu about joining the IHS team. And they sent me a task, like Assassin was describing before, uh, which was the NVM-14 night vision monocular in AFRF. I did that and... Then I basically joined the team and I've been doing things when I've got spare time from since then. Not too much lately, though. Very cool. Pufu, what about you? 
or does it go to Red Phoenix next? Maybe Red. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can. Oh, there he is. Yeah, no, yeah go to Red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I actually have to think hard. I think it was in 2013 when Arma 3 still was in beta. Like, I started um, doing 3D work early 2012. Um, just like babbling around in 3ds and trying this stuff, but then Arma Three came around and uh, I got it uh, in the early access and I started playing around and then I noticed that um, yeah, most of the vehicles didn't feel so great uh, physics-wise. So then uh, I got into like modding those vehicles, modding the physics of them. And that was when. Soul Assassin contacted me out of the blue and said, "Hey, uh, we're this group, and uh, we, we know nothing about work. physics. Yeah. <laughs> we know nothing about this physics. Do you mind joining?" <laughs> That's basically how I got into that. No, but you said no. I think uh, I, I had to. I had to run around you for a few months. Oh yeah, know. true. Yeah. <laughs> I first said I'm not sure, and then like a couple of weeks or months later, I was like, "Yeah, maybe now I can join." Uh, <laughs> I think I think that how it worked. Yeah, because uh, he was sure. Oh, no, he, he the was showing us was... some really cool stuff, and and uh, and, and we, we we were just in, in the cusp of uh, switching from uh, car to car X simulation because uh, the the old Arma Two style simulation was getting uh, phased out, um, mm-hmm. and things were not working for tanks and things like this. So we were really in the jam, and. Uh, uh, Red Phoenix what, at that time was like the only person that actually knew what what was going on. I actually <laughs> what, I actually remember now what what was what 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 kept me joining you. It was this uh, packing tool that never worked. If you remember, uh, you you send it and it never worked. And then you switched to PBO <laughs> project. And I was like, yeah, this works for me too. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Just an yeah, old... uh, so, um, um, yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Sol? No, it's Poofu's turn now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we went we went the other way around uh, in terms of, of when everybody joined RHS. Um, well, I started messing about with um, with modding back in two thousand and seven, I believe. Um, a bit on my own. I've been playing um, since Operation Flashpoint, so two thousand and one or two thousand and two. Anyway, I had a poor internet connection at the time, so that was no way I could have played online. Um, then right at the start of Ace 1, uh, being contacted by Q. I think everybody in this community should be knowing Q by now um, to join Ace. So after doing quite a bit of work for them, uh, Ace 1, Ace 2, um, and Back in the day of Ace 2, we've been using a lot of uh, RHS content, and I was so I was I was actually doing content, and I was like, okay, so if we're using somebody else's content, why don't why don't I join the the people who is actually doing the content? So I uh, I got in contact with Alex, and the rest is sort of history now. Um, so yeah, that was like 2010. Yeah, so it's a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poof has been instrumental in in also keeping the team in line and also protecting from all sorts of outside evils. So uh, he's our like guardian angel. 
Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings us to you, so. Yeah. Um, so I've I've been interested from a very young age to uh, in three D, um, and um, I think in something like two thousand, I I got my hands on a on a demo of Flashpoint and. I was just immediately blown away because this was nothing like I've seen before. And um, demos was the only thing I could play around back then because games are really, really expensive. So I think I played that that mission. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it's when, when you ride in a truck and you mm-hmm. basically take over the town and OFP. Um, I must have played it like a thousand times. And every time was different, which which also was completely mind-blowing to me right um so then we started um i started doing a few uh things like retexturing because that, that was really the only thing possible uh mission editing and and uh, adding uh sounds and things like this and it it was uh amazing that i could bring something into the game you know it, it, like i could make something and and just see it there Right. Um, at the same time, um, very, very capable uh, modders started appearing on the scene um, who were doing some really, really uh, mind-blowing things, inspiring things. And uh, I thought to myself, wow, I really, I really want to be able to do something like this one day. And um, as the scene grew, we started a small group called uh, Red Star Studios. This was about mm-hmm. 2002, I think, uh, which was a very few members. Um, and we had, I think, only one modeler at the time, uh, which is Sigma-6. He still appears once in a while, but he, we were uh, very lucky that he wanted to, let's say, work together and, uh, and make these amazing tank packs, uh, which was something that um, the community, and especially the Russian community, wanted to see. Uh, so after a while, uh, we were contacted by another group called uh, Spetsgruppe Alpha, um, which was uh, two German guys, uh, Shadow and X, and uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember the other guy's name because he was really in, in the shadow uh, most of the time. But they were uh, sort of pushing the envelope on really model, model and texture quality, doing some really, really nice stuff. Uh, and also focusing on primarily Russian uh, equipment, so guns and, and vehicles. So we thought, okay, well, let's let's join forces. And um, um, the question of, okay, what is this new new group going to be called? Because we nobody really wanted to budge on you know becoming part of the other. So we decided, okay, let's start a new. Thing and we'll, we'll call it Red Hammer Studios. And this was about, I think we made the announcement in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, if I check the, the, the old OFP.info uh, records. Um, and from there, it's been, it's been a ride. We, we were mostly focused on creating uh, add-on packs. So we were not uh, creating mods. Um, we would take a vehicle and then uh, like a T55, and and then make like five, six versions, and and try to think out of the box 
and make make decals and, and scripts. Of course, within the limitations of what the game could offer at the time. Um, and I think during Arma 1 times, I stepped away uh, because um, it did not present as much of a, uh, say, uh, it was not as nice as, as OFP. So Arma 1, I think everybody remembers, was uh, kind of a weird installment in the in the series. Uh, and then only in the end of Arma 1, just before Arma 2, I came back uh, uh, more into RHS and trying to see where we can, uh, which direction we can we can go next. Hmm. Well, you know, I think, you know, now that we kind of know what that genesis was, um, you know, our next question, um, and Reva, I can let you answer the, uh, ask the next question, but um, one thing I thought we should do before we go any further, just for those out there that maybe for some reason have not heard of the RHS releases, um, can you just kind of tell us um, your, your four main uh, modifications? Red, you want to? Yeah. So we have four packs in total where uh, two of them work independently and the other two um, are inheriting stuff uh, from the two that are independent. So those are the USAF pack, so United States Armed Forces, and the AFRF, so the Army, the Russian Federation. Um, those two, you can start them independently. You don't need them. Uh, don't need those two together, but you can. And then we also have the uh, two that are inheriting stuff, and this is one, the GREF, the Green Forces, and the SAF, the Serbian Armed Forces. Um, so those are the four packs that you currently can download from RHS. Cool. Yeah, uh, Gref, Gref, just a little side note, is, is, uh, oh, yeah. is, is a bit of a, um, a sandbox uh, pack for us. Is, is somewhere where we can experiment with new factions or uh, new ideas for uh, things that don't exist in real life but uh, okay. <clears throat> that was the main uh, the main thought behind as long as bringing some of the old arma 2 uh, interesting factions uh, together yeah even even more if i can uh, add on that on the graph part is is actually a, a bit of a playground for us as a as 3d artists so to create stuff that we'd like uh, to create but it doesn't fit with with neither uh, the Russian theme or, well, armed forces and the um, United States ones. So it's basically a place to, to you know, let loose. Yeah, we, we have one prime example for this, actually. It's the HIDF, the Horizon Island Defense Force. Um, it is from the Apex expansion. It's the army of Tanoa, basically. And we came up with that idea at some point uh, one or two years back and for us it's kind of like just this would be cool to have in that faction because it fits this in this period for example we have some old um cold war equipment vietnam era equipment that fits quite nice into a, a pacific state that's supported by us for example so it's kind of like something for us where we can have fun with uh, yeah. doing what we want to do and most of us are big fans of of sort of cold war stuff and uh um being that being the original theme of uh, of OFP um from we all from where we all came from and uh, 
sometimes even uh, like vehicles that we have in the original packs um, could use some kind of uh, old camo, you know, because we really, really mm-hmm. love. Uh, so Gertie, for instance, would do a uh, Kark uh, camo for the M113s, uh, and we think, okay, this this fits perfectly for for HIDF. Um, or we do uh, some new uh, vehicles for AFRF now. They're in development, but they're really Soviet style and not really that uh, uh, in such a wide circulation now in the Russian military. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are still there. There will not be probably the main focus in AFRF, but in Gref, we could really let loose and start making some, uh, you know, beat up and, and scratched versions and camoed versions for uh, CDF and uh, and things like this. Very cool. So you spoke a little bit about um, the, the kind of purpose behind Gref. Can you um, talk a little bit about the concept behind um, the, the AFRF and USAF? I mean, obviously, it seems like maybe, um, and maybe I, I don't, you can answer this a little better, but it was USAF kind of an answer to AFRF? Because wasn't the Russian forces your first release? Yeah, this was actually, a, this is really a, a very good story. And we, um, as I said before, we were very much focused on creating add-on packs. And this was uh, up to, very much into Arma 2. So this was even uh, up to towards the start of Arma 3. Uh, we were still making add-on packs. And um, that whole idea, the, the, the reason behind that whole idea was, uh, as I explained before, as a, RHS being a sort of uh, a community of artists, uh, it, it gave the freedom uh, to, uh, to the people to, to do what they wanted. So if somebody was interested in a particular vehicle or, uh, or weapon, they could focus solely on that pack and then uh, everybody around them could either help out if they were if they were happy if they if they wanted to, or not. Um, so that that's why we were very much focused on add-on packs. And at a certain point, we've done uh, so many of them that we felt like, okay, I think now we have enough material uh, to sort of combine it together, and make it work together. Um, especially when we had some some infantry uh, done. To, to a very high uh, quality level that we were happy with um, to actually make a mod, uh, to actually make a unified pack. And the AFRF was logical because up to that point we were uh, only making Russian stuff. And then I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, around 2011 or 2012, uh, Gertie, um, and that's Austin, uh, who was his the his the brainchild he's the he's the, the father of usaf uh he joined our team and said okay uh i would like to help along uh, with the afrf but if time comes uh would you let me um start usaf and uh we said yeah sure i mean it's going to be a lot of work are you sure this is uh, you're up to the job because it's going to be insane it took us 10 years to get afrf to where it is now and he said, just hold my beer. <laughs> Good. And not only did he make a gigantic contribution to AFRF, he single-handedly um, made it possible for USAF to become a, a mod, which was astounding. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. That's crazy. That, yeah. It was incredible to see, to see that yeah. happening. 
also back in the day, um, because Alex said, already said that now we, we, I mean, historically, we're about 100. I think at the moment we're about 50, if I'm not mistaken, coming and going. Back in, back in 2012, we were like, what, eight, seven? Yeah, yeah something yeah. like eight, seven. Yeah, so it, 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 it felt at that time just mind-boggling to hear Gurdy say, yeah, we'll, I'll do this on my own from scratch because uh, there's a lot of stuff that, well, along the way got better than better. Um, but the models or the base, some of the base models have been around since early Armour 2 days, I think, if not even older. Yeah, I think we have some older ones as well, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Sounds terrible. But, well, for, for legacy <laughs> reasons, we also elect to keep those models in, and we, we think that, um, I mean, they were contributed generously by, by members a long time ago, and uh, yeah, things like quality uh, standards have changed, and uh, um, there's, there's a whole new way of working for games now. Uh, but it's it's historically RHS, so it will stay there. And was Serbian Armed Forces, was that uh, someone coming on board and, and having that um, idea as well? Where, how, what was the genesis of that? Well, I think Pufu can, uh, can take over here. Um, yeah, we got, um, we got contacted by um, a group of, I think it was four people. If I'm not mistaken, at the time, uh, they were trying to push out uh, uh, Serbian armed forces all by them, all by themselves, uh, independently of, um, of any Red Hammer products or whatever packs, if you want. Um, but they they had different problems with configs and um, some more advanced stuff that I I don't have any clue about uh, even now. So um, we said, listen, why don't we merge forces uh, and release them under um, under our flag? Um, which uh, they they had the content done in eighty percent. I think it was eighty percent was already done, and uh, they just said, all right, that's that's going to be easier for everybody because um, Serbian forces are using a lot of the content that was already done in. Um, in, in in the US uh, on the US side um, so that led to this merger but basically and this this is one of the questions we we receive more often than not uh, will you do I don't know country X insert here whatever um, we won't it was never our direct intention to do a Serbian mod uh, we just Got along with the with the with the with the guys that were already working on it, and we we got them under the RHS flag. They're still part full members of uh, Red Hammer Studios at this very moment, and they they've been helping out with different other stuff, including graph uh, graph and uh, the Russian side. And but that that's how things happen. You can't actually start doing a, a country side all by yourself. From from the from the scratch, and that's something we're never gonna do. Um, but we are open to to these sorts of collaborations with uh, people like the the um, 
Serbian forces. Yeah, it was it was a very 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 cool um, indeed concept. It's sort of like an incubator where we uh, provide our um, our knowledge and infrastructure um, to ease their um, to ease their efforts. Meanwhile, their their the, the standard of quality that they've already been working with was very very high, and they were very cool people um, that fit just perfectly into the team. So we thought, why not? And like Pufu said, we're we're very much open to this kind of collaboration. If if anybody uh, is is making cool things and wants to come to talk to us about um, doing something together, um, getting some exposure through us because now we're we're sort of people people know our name as well, uh, and uh, we can help them push that quality up just that little bit to make sure that when people download it, they also know that it's uh, uh, that it's an RHS product and we've we've also contributed to it that's really cool. awesome so all of this work uh, more than more than a decade worth of, of you guys getting together and uh, almost almost 20 years now right um, led to you guys winning the total modification category of the make Arma not war competition um, can you tell us what it was like for you guys to win that? Um, crazy somehow. Um, we we entered uh, and uh, when it came through that we won, for me personally, it was crazy. Like I didn't think we would, but in the end we did. So we were all like really, really happy about it. Yeah. Well. Um... Actually, I do remember having a discussion with uh, Soul Assassin about it. Um, we weren't really sure if uh, we were supposed to to enlist um, the, the the content that we had at the time for for any of the um, existing categories at the Make Armor Not War contest. And in the end, it was a it, it was a unanimous decision to just. Well, why not? Let's let's try it out. Yeah, we 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 struggled a long time. I think we we didn't enter until we actually didn't apply to enter until August. Um, yeah, with the deadline late. being yeah, deadline being October, because until August we weren't even uh, considering the idea that we would um, at all get anywhere with this, and we we knew that the pressure that's associated with this kind of competition would be quite great. And yeah, a lot of people that, that entered the, the competition, I believe. Uh, yeah, sure. But it was not even about what other people had. It, it was about the feeling about our own things, um, whether we would be able to finish it uh, by October, that it would make sense, that it would work together. And um, it took a lot of effort to, after we've entered, to actually get there. So there, there was um, a lot of uh, thinking about what should we include, what we shouldn't include, uh, to what level we should do it, and yeah, it was basically a crunch. Uh, all, all that, all that, um, the, the last couple of months was a crunch for everybody. Um, yeah. And as I said back back then, it wasn't the the team wasn't as big as it is now. Sure. No. Yeah. I think in the end. Um, uh, also, like Pufu said, um, um, let's say 
we had even questions from outside quite quite common question was why did you guys enter for total modification where it is uh obvious you guys are an add-on right and, yeah, uh, the, the, that question, um, I mean, the, we changed the way we did things for RHS um, back in the late or early Arma 3, because back, uh, back then, as Alex already said, um, RHS was known for add-ons or for small packs, vehicle T72. It was a pack of T72s. Um, it wasn't a total modification. There was no. It wasn't not today. The, the, the entire thing is a coherent, a coherent mode that works on its own, and it doesn't need any vanilla content at all to to be able to play Arma with it. Um, back then, it wasn't the case, um, and I think that was the the moment we actually thought about changing some of the core stuff um, which worked differently for RHS than it does for vanilla, like ballistics. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that the, the fact that Bohemia uh, elected to make their vanilla game about um, not so distant future actually made it a bit easier for us to justify as a total, uh, let's say, total modification because, of course, we're changing the time frame of the game completely and right. making it uh, some, something else. So that, that was our uh but we tried even making missions which is really not uh, <laughs> no it didn't really work out thing. unfortunately yeah. yeah well yeah there were there, there. there's some playthroughs on youtube i've seen <laughs> uh -oh. I mean, yeah. so that means they can finish it right <laughs> yeah so obviously uh uh this begs the question uh from your perspective what is it about Arma as a game that lends itself to such an active mod environment. I mean, a lot going on. A lot going on. I mean, the biggest thing is that, first of all, you can just download the tools and start. I mean, that's not something that a lot of uh, games have. Even when they're open to modding, not all of them have official modding tools. So that is one thing. The other thing is that there's already a big community. Like it started out in Operation Flashpoint and loads of people just carried over Armor 1, 2, and now to Armor 3. So you still have all this knowledge and the dedication of the people. So this is also one thing. And the next thing, obviously, is it's just everything's possible. If you want to make new terrains, you can absolutely do this. If you want to make new soldiers, you can do this. If you want to make ships, you can do this. So everything is open. If you want to do missions you can do it yeah. so and a bunch of mods have demonstrated also that it's it's not just even on content level but on uh, you can go and change the the, the blast effects and the sound yeah. systems and just endlessly modify the experience that people are having and uh, i think that's that's really awesome just just a veritable playground of things that you can yeah, and Bohemia's, Bohemia's uh, uh, continued support of the community to to make this happen uh, has been is, has been great. And I mean, none of this would be possible without them actually not just providing the tools and sort of saying, uh, "Here you go, do whatever you want," but 
uh, actively supporting and listening to the community and the modding community about uh, how can we make this better? How can we um, how can we make it easier for you guys? And yeah, they continue to do this to this day, which is and even things like the you know that make Arma not war competition. You know, just trying to always incentivize that that development and, and get people interested in modding. I think they've always done really well. So. Um, guess we'll go ahead and move on to the next question here. We only got two more questions on our list, and then I know we had a bunch of um, you know community questions we definitely wanted to get to. So just uh, to keep us moving, um, next question for you. Where do you? And, and I promise this isn't a, a loaded question, but uh, where do you see RHS in regards to to possible future titles within the Arma franchise, or just? Um, you know, gaming in general, do, is RHS, do you see that as something that existed for Arma 3, or is that is there a larger thing there that, that fans of the series can expect in the future, regardless of what those plans may be? Um, I think, well, for now, we have, um, of course, uh, we, we still continue our efforts on, on Arma 3. Uh, there's still a lot of things that we would like to do, and it, we, we've built up a very solid base, which allows us to, again, practice our artistic freedom and, and you know, make the content, make the experience nicer for, for, for a lot of fans that we have, uh, which is already creeping up on Steam, I think, to around uh, 900k, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for for AFRF and USF, but I mean even niche 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 mods uh, like Gref and and Saf, they're they're they really also have a very big following, which we're really um, we're really happy about. And uh, we have um, we believe in Bohemia uh, as a as a trusted partner in in making this these kind of sandbox platforms where we could. Uh, uh, really try something on future titles, but we've been also looking around to see what is what are our past possibilities. I mean, keeping with our uh, our sort of um, the way we work in terms of also staying a uh, close group of uh, of hobbyists, let's say, right? Not not rushing into anything that's uh, going to jeopardize our 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 lives because a lot of us have jobs and studies and, and families uh, and would really not want to uh, um, enter into into this professionally um, and we've been still looking around and seeing what we can do maybe different engines um, discussing with uh, various bohemia uh, people what 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 What's poss what are possibilities, for instance, for games like Daisy? Uh, is there is there is there a uh, demand for such a thing? Is there is there are there possibilities for us to enhance experience? I mean, if 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 Daisy is something that can be molded into holding RHS to twist that game into something more Arma style, but with all the capabilities of a new engine. Um, that's that's also an option, but we're we're mostly focusing on on the things we were doing, and we're we're okay with that. Reaver, do you want to get the next question? Well, actually, what I want to do is uh, 
we had two more questions. Um, but our, our last question kind of leads into uh, really well into the user uh, uh, or the listener questions, I should say. Um, so I, I'm just going to segue to the listener questions and, and okay. I'm going to push that one up front uh, because it's similar to what we were going to ask anyway. Uh, so <clears throat> this comes from uh, Mr. Mustache, uh, and I believe I don't I don't want to get it wrong, uh, but I believe that's at David underscore Mustache. Uh, on Twitter, uh, but we know him as Mr. Mustache here in the Discord. Uh, and it also comes from Invade Poland uh, here in the Discord. Uh, and and they asked, what content can we expect coming out in 2019? Um, obviously, more more to the point is, what can you tell us about the content? Uh, in if anything. Yeah. Without, without giving too much away, um... Because it's it's not a principle that we we like to keep a lot of things hidden or anything, but it's uh, we do have a um, a problem with promising things and not delivering them. And it's just I mean, say it's, we uh, manage our expectations. Yeah, we try way. to do that. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the community's expectations from us. Oh yeah, as well. true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's 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 sort of uh, um, just to make sure people are also surprised and happy about what 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 comes out and. Uh, um, um, not to promise anything and not to, which has happened, and we're sorry for that. But uh, think you know, life is life. Uh, this is still a hobby, and uh, we we try, and some things work out, some things don't. But uh, for the last year, we've been uh, all quite very busy with our lives, and um, um, the core team has been um, really really doing a, a great job and keeping up with uh, the last push of uh, feature enhancements that Bohemia has introduced, um, which have led to major um, refactoring of, of some of our work. Um, and some guys have really, as I already countless times mentioned, have, have put in uh, an enormous amount of effort in, in, in uh, playing catch up there. and. Uh, if 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 the if that effort wouldn't have been made, uh, we would have been uh, quite stuck now. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, so speaking of Bohemia, our our one of the first questions that came to us was from uh, the community manager uh, Rob or at Homesick, um, and he asked, "What inspired you to create the RHS mod packs, and which of them are?" you most pleased with and why now we've obviously talked about the inspiration a little bit but um what do you I, guys I, I, um maybe it would be cool if if um if the guys could uh say have their own version of what inspired them to do what they do and maybe they can yeah. mention some of the stuff that they've made um yeah, so and their motivation I could, I could behind start it. because yeah. I, i'm I'm a big fan of the graph part uh, because it's just something about it. It's as as we said earlier, it's just the sandbox thing. It's a bit of Cold War stuff. It's also a bit of alien stuff. So it's something that's not really people think about. For example, uh, in the last update, we I think it was in the last update, um, we added a Type 94 pistol. It's a like World War II Japanese pistol that I made just for fun. And 
and we just threw it into graph because it it's something that we have and it's just quite nice to actually have a place to use it but there's also like some other stuff for example the two more models that i'm thinking about doing this year that i also promised people uh, and i'm not breaking any promises i promise um <laughs> they are also part of of the graph uh part because it's it's just something that we i think it, this is cool and i can make it and it will fit perfectly into this and people will love it and this is what i love about this for example yeah, we, also, some, we yeah. also got to push uh, all of the west wall uh, really, really True, cool yeah. content. Uh, so for I can I can explain this too. For those who don't know, Westwall was um, a little side project that uh, me and Gertie and uh, some other people were involved in, which was basically try to incubate a World War II mod. Um, it didn't work out, unfortunately, but we had a couple of really good content already done. So we decided that yeah, those will also be a good addition graph part of, of RHS. Yeah. So Especially when, 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 when World War II weapons have been seen in, in conflict areas around yeah. the world, even now. I mean, uh, German weapons being used in Syria, for instance. Uh, yeah. Um, I can explain one, one model that is kind of weird um, that, that I made for Gref, and this is the RPG-75. Um, it's, the, uh, it's the Czech version of uh, the law, basically. Um, it's just such a weird model. It, it looks like the sighting mechanism, everything about it, it's kind of weird, but but I really like it. So I started modeling it as a favor to one of our members. Uh, and in the end, it turned out to be a, a really nice model. And um, also, it fits perfectly into Gref, um, kind of like a bit Eastern, Eastern European, and it works out great for the, those, yeah, for this pack. Can you tell them where you... Uh... Got the oh, yeah. inspiration for the. <laughs> well, I I can't even remember where I got the inspiration from. I think uh, our member cleared. He just asked me, "Hey, could you model this?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah." That was two years ago when I started it. But um, <laughs> when I was doing my internship uh, back at Bohemia, um, they actually had a deactivated prop model of it, and this one I was like, "Okay, let's finish this. I have it here in front of me, so I can actually just finish it up." So this is uh, when I. Actually, yeah, when surpri- doing it, it's surprisingly heavy. It is surprisingly heavy. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. We got to hold the same the same uh, object uh, already. Yeah. Red was was already gone from Bohemia at that point. Yeah. But uh, this Very uh, cool. this autumn, we got yeah. to play around with as well. Clert, uh, uh, our our friendly um, our friendly neighborhood mother from RHS and Bohemia is also. A, <laughs> <laughs> Push, pushing people to make stuff for him it's like a pusher that's great stuff and uh, Pufu maybe yeah, yeah. the other guys want, want to yeah. also share their inspirations and stuff please do please do yeah um, I don't have a favorite to be honest um, I've, I've done work for all the packs I think so far um, it's also a lot of people can't understand that we can't really promise and or we don't want to promise stuff and not because uh, or we don't want to you know we don't really even want to talk about stuff that it's really late um or really close to completion um not because we want to keep this secret or keep it as a surprise but because 
we all have lives and we also you know if if we push something um like that a whip image on our social media or whatever it's gonna be an endless endless um barrage of questions when we get when are you gonna release it and so on um, mm-hmm. and i think that's that's sort of expected for for a group of you know models hobbies models that you know have a following of close to 1 million um, individual users so yeah um but on the other hand um i have a few a list of my own that i it's it's not a big list uh but it touches on some um, of the you know most wanted stuff that has been asked forever or in rhs for 2019. Uh, in terms of um favorite item pack as i said i think I think the 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 graph is everybody's favorite, uh, just because it's a it's it's it allows every you know 3D artist uh, in in RHS. At least I'm a 3D artist, so that's what uh, that's what I'm um, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, it allows every single one of us to do whatever we want, even if it's a weird weapon, like uh, Phoenix said, uh, and just have a place for it. Excellent. Ben, what about you? Uh, well, most of the stuff I've done has been focused on the AFRF mod. For whatever reason, my interests mostly lie in like Russian weaponry and equipment. I blame that I'm playing too much Red Two as a kid. But um, probably some of the favorite things that I've done have actually ended up in Gref. Like I did a Mosin SBR that was based off one of those Iraq 8888 YouTube videos. Um, and I was lucky enough to get help from Dimitri and IHS to do the suppressor high poly cover because my ZBrush skills weren't really up to the task. But that's just, you know, another uh, advantage of being in a group like this. We have people who can help out when you get stuck on things like that. Very cool. Yeah, it's, um, I, I mean, coming from someone who also does 3D modeling, it's that's the interesting thing about these mods is that there's it, there's a lot of disciplines that go into this stuff from from the modeling, texture work, to scripting, to, to just uh, some of the UI and functionality of things. So it's really impressive that um, you guys have such a large kind of repository of, of team members to kind of pull from. And I think that's probably one of the reasons the RHS packs have been so successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it helps. It's it's a very, very big help. Um, for example, I have a really good example for this too. Um, last year, um, we received um, a high-poly model of an M24, uh, the sniper rifle, the military M700. And um, we decided that the current one we had wasn't really up to the task, uh, to the standard we hold. So we decided to use that high poly model and um i took it upon me to kind of like use this model and build a new one upon um and then i basically did the the new high poly and the new low poly um finished that up also had help from dimitri with some zebra stuff and then when that was done the model was done i sent it away to our resident texture artist saber and i don't know how else i could say but the the texture work he done on those guns is just sublime. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with them. When you look at them in the renders that he posted on his uh, art station profile, or if, if you look at them in game, they just look phenomenal. And this is a really cool thing. So you just have this 
this amount of people that can do different stuff and at very, very high skill level. It just does loads of fun to work together with those people. Yeah. I think it's also probably important to mention at this point that along the years, we also had a lot of uh, help and contribution from the outside as well. Just like uh, Red just, just mentioned, there's been people that have um, made things and lost interest and just handed it over to us and uh, or purposefully um, uh, contributed something or we've been generous enough to say yes when we've approached them to say, okay, we really like what you've done. Um, like a recent uh, grip attachments uh, mod uh, that were generous enough to say, yeah, great. It would be nice if it was, you know, integrated as part of RHS. And um, we get to, again, just like with SAF, uh, uh, give some knowledge, some, we, we, we give back the, um, any, any modifications or, or any uh, uh, work that we did back to the team if they want it. Uh, so they can continue working independently if they would like, um, and uh, we've been really blessed with uh, with with having um, uh, great contributions over the years. Say, so, uh, this leads us to kind of a question from uh, Slats or uh, at Sean Slattery. Um, what has been a moment or feeling, good or bad, that you guys as a team will look back on in 10 years and, and reflect on? Who? I just, <laughs> any of you. We'll start with, uh, with you, Red, and, uh, and we'll... Um, I, I, to be honest... Every every release we do is like a high point because every release we get them we get back the the amount of joy that we can see in, in the players using those mod packs. Every release they're really hyped for what we do, mm -hmm. uh, and even for the smallest addition, they're uh, they're super thankful. Um, so if I look back in ten years, it's probably every release we would have done by then. Think that is a, a big high point yeah there's a general increase in adrenaline i think coming up to the release <laughs> yeah. we had uh, for a while um let's say st statistics from our uh from our versioning system so we could see how many uh, commits per day were being done um and you could really see a huge spikes around the time when we <laughs> thought we were going to release and for a while we were actually uh internally uh trying to put uh, let's say a countdown to an approximate time, and uh, we knew that 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 basically when it was getting to the day, it's going to be probably released in about two weeks from then. So that was the mm -hmm. that was the rule of thumb, because on the last day, uh, someone like Ballistic would come and find a ton of bugs, or something would break, and it would be like, oh, okay, this is disappointing but we have to push on otherwise it's never going to get done yeah excellent uh yeah anybody else Pufu, ben um this is a minor thing i don't know if i remember it in 10 years but it was pretty fun the first time i got to frag someone in multiplayer with a weapon that i'd made so <laughs> that, that, is that seems like something that uh, that you would remember from in, that's a big in, moment in <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> of course you also have the instance where you get fragged by something you made and that's exactly. not as good a feeling but 
<laughs> yeah, I was um, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. We we used to have a, a server, uh, a game server up, and um, I don't know. I think Beck actually uh, figure out the mission. Um, but at some point, somebody I think it was Phoenix said, "Listen, you're running with a weapon you made." Point. Um, you know, I don't. I don't get to play as much armor as I would like to. But when I do, it's you know, it's all. It, it, it's a good feeling to know that I've been able to contribute and play the, with stuff you yeah. you, you cool. did it yourself. Yeah, for me, I would have to agree that uh, with with Red Phoenix uh, about release time is is probably the most exciting, and also when something. Uh, like like your personal project starts to get towards the end. Um, like for myself, I was working on a vehicle quite recently, and there's a quite quite a span of time that goes in from the very beginning uh, to the very end. But at the end, things start moving uh, quite quickly as more people start uh, helping you out and getting these last finishing touches for it. Um, and people are excited also and um, uh, that that's really a high point. A bummer is pretty much any time um, we've gone we we get into with anybody for for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> if if people feel um, um, that they're entitled to something and we don't agree, it, of course people have you know higher expectations from us. But uh, sometimes people like to push it into a beef just because we're we're a group of people. Um, that are that are known for what what we do, but sure. uh, in the end, we all look back and we think, oh, "Why this was all for nothing? Like <laughs> this argument was useless." Um, just let us do what we do, and and hopefully you like it. If you don't, then then okay, right? <laughs> you don't have to exactly. use it. <laughs> Yeah, it needs, it, needs, it needs to be said that I'm the one to get into arguments and Alex even. It just, yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just so, even talking yeah. about run of the it's mill, usually... uh, you know, uh, questions that we get about when or, or what. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, even in OFP times, there were um, people were trying to. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing something, somebody's trying, you know, that, that gets around. People are going to start trying to either undermine it or, or, or um, try to push attention in a negative light towards you for for no logical reason. Um, yeah. Um, back in back in OFP days, we were in. Uh, um, uh, there was a Russian community called Flashpoint.ru. Uh, that was very, very vibrant and very, um, uh, very big. Um, and because we were, for instance, a a Russian content group that was not entirely made of Russian people. Well, we do have uh, quite a few Russian people, but we still have uh, people from all over the world, um, for from virtually every continent. Um, somebody working that didn't sit well with some some people and there were other mods that were that were uh entirely comprised of uh uh russian members and they felt like the 
the competition had to be, you know, some fuel needed to be added to the fire. And these kind of moments were really downers because I thought, okay, this is not why I'm doing this. This is, this is, there's no reason for this to be there. But the, the main thing was always to just, okay, power through it and then just do what you do um, and hopefully bring a, a good result out of it. Excellent. So the next question, we actually got quite a few, uh, I guess, versions of this question. Um, and I'm going to mention everyone, but I'm going to ask uh, kind of the general question here. Uh, so the Buckfist Wine, or at the Buckfist Wine, um, who all of you should remember, everyone listening as well should remember from the first uh, community profile, uh, Farsight and Fall Try 4-5 Last uh, all asked a very similar question, uh, and it is, um, which mod for you guys has been the most challenging? And Fall Try actually went, uh, a little further with it and asked uh, what was the toughest job where you guys sat together and, and worked on it for, for quite a while uh, and, and what was such, the, what was the challenge for that? And that can be individual for you guys uh, if you guys had individual challenges on uh, I think I think as a group the, the most challenging stuff Without without any any seconds coming any close was um, getting the content out for uh, make armor not uh, make make armor not work. I think that was that was the the, the 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 moment when everybody got together and the crunch was was real and everybody was trying their best to you know get it out the door. In, you know, in a decent time I guess frame. that's where you were kind of working to someone else's, you know, deadline, so to speak, versus your own internal stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And, and now that you touch on that subject, we don't... I mean, we have internal deadlines, but they're really... Guideline. More of a... <laughs> guideline, rather than anything, yeah. Uh, we, you can't, I mean... As I said, uh, we have lives. There's, there's something that gets in the way. You can't have a set deadline on a hobby project. You just, it's its not going to work. It's going to create more stress than it's worth it. And the entire, th- the, the entire reason of um, this group, this particular group um, being around for as long as it has uh, is... Exactly this. It's 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 a relaxed uh, group of people when where everybody's doing their own thing. Uh, we get together and and finish stuff together when when it's needed. But other than that, there's no pressure. It doesn't feel like a job. Uh, we all have jobs, so it, it it would be unfair to have a second job in your yeah, free time. No, I so. can definitely understand that. Uh, yeah. So. For for me, I think. Uh, Go ahead. No, no, no. Please, please. I, I think for uh, for me, personal challenge. I I, I agree with Pufu totally. There on the team level, that was uh, that was uh, a very interesting time indeed. And again, the team pulled together very well. Um, I mean, with no promise of any reward. 
um, and held together after, which was the main, um, the, uh, also a main concern is that when we won, uh, this could this could make or break the group, and uh, the, the the fact that we all, for the most part, we all stayed together, um, was was a was a good testament to we were doing it somewhat right. Right. Yeah. On a personal level, I think my my biggest challenge was um, trying to figure out a way to. Um, offload, like I mentioned earlier in the interview, um, um, a lot of um, problems from uh, from our processes um, that were occurring due to manual, um, let's say, um, things, things, yeah, manual labor involved in labor, stupid things like packing or incon- inconsistencies with people's systems. So, uh, at certain point. Uh, I sat down and, and, and came up with a, with a system which allowed us to automate everything uh, from start to finish that's, that's um, repetitive, that's, that's uh, meaningless for the end user, um, and also helps us eliminate a lot of bugs and, and issues and uh, try to be very much a professional group in in the sense of infrastructure and, and, and the processes that are involved in it, while the rest of the people, the artists, the content makers, the, the scripters, um, have a fun time doing what they want to do without having to think about anything else. So, you know, one press button release kind of thing. Right. And also getting the, the, the packs to our testers, to, to any involved groups uh, as fast as possible, because that way we can we can spot any 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 problems uh, that might arise during release and exactly. something always seeps through but uh <laughs> let's say if we wouldn't have had the system um it would have been much harder if not impossible to to get where we are right now right so I'm, re- I'm really proud of that but it was really a, a huge challenge ben anything uh any any thoughts for- um, well, I joined after the Make Armor Not War, so I <laughs> missed out on all of that. Probably the toughest thing I've had to do for IHS would probably be the AK-74 series, just in terms of time that I spent on it, you know, time doing research, making sure it's all accurate. Um, and I also find that, like, particularly wood is the hardest thing to texture for games, and I really had to kind of push myself to get the result that I did. Um, yeah, and it's the one thing that, that, that people are going to be paying attention to, the AKs. Yep. That's why we don't make the RPK. Nobody wants to take on the pressure that's involved in making such an iconic weapon. And uh, Ben did, did an amazing job on the AKs. Uh, everybody's is very, very happy. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Also worth pointing out that I only did the 74 and 74S series. The 74M was done by uh, Vadim Spiridonov, who's now, you know, Battle State Games working on Tarkov, doing amazing work over there. Excellent. Yeah. So so yeah. Ben had a, Ben had quite let's say a, a high plank to uh, uh, 
tried to reach, but he did he did an amazing job there. So uh, I'm 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 gonna finish off with with kind of a, a slow pitch for you, but the next one is is uh, kind of a big one. Uh, at Jerry underscore Hopper uh, says uh, RHS has been around for quite a while. Uh, how does your team stay motivated through all the years? Um, and do these years have an impact on the team? Um, you guys have sort of answered that. Um, but if if you have a team member who sidesteps to another game, what is it, and especially if you guys have done it personally, what is it that brings you back, back to Arma? Or what is it that you think brought that team member back to Arma? Yeah, I think it's, it's a really great question. And uh, I just start with... Uh... Uh, the first part, um, which was? Uh, how does your team stay motivated? Yeah, the motivation part, yeah. Um, I think this is, uh, I'll, I'll answer this and hand over to the guys for their personal experiences on, on uh, game development. Uh, but the motivation to me uh, was always apparent in terms of teamwork. So um, uh, we've, we, we've also seen uh, periods of time when it's very quiet. Uh, people are busy with their thing. But um, we've noticed that as soon as we all start showing our work in progress to each other, uh, it sort of um, it, it drives the team to try something else on their own time. And, and uh, this has been great. You know, that's why we very much like to, uh, on our personal Discord, uh, to, uh, to share our work, uh, to ask for feedback. Uh, to ask for help as well. Um, and this has been an in instrumental uh, piece of practice, uh, in my opinion, in RHS. So the more we work on our own things and share with others about it, um, the more it drives others to do their own things. And I haven't seen a, a bigger motivator uh, uh, in RHS by far. That's great. Um, cool. And... I definitely agree on the motivation part, although it's also kind of depressing because at this point, I'm kind of one of those people who has stepped out and is yet to come back. I don't think I've contributed anything for maybe a year now um, since I started my new job, just because I don't want to, like, it's hard to find the motivation when you've been doing, you know, that all day to come home and sit down and do the same thing <laughs> over and over again. So <laughs> as for what yeah. brings you back, yeah, I'm not too sure. Maybe someone else can tell me what yeah it's a it's a positive reinforcement as as so as I just said it's if you see some cool stuff other people have done you think well maybe i should do some cool stuff too um so yeah that's a big part and what brings back people to armor i think for us speaking for rhs speaking it's the group itself it's the whole group dynamic um i myself am kind of like ben i have stepped out for university for uh, about yeah a year more or less now or half a year roughly and um but in the end it's 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 the group like as i said i have just promised stuff to people and i'm not one who breaks promises so uh, it's more like it's because of the people uh, not not the game for me at least um so that that what what brings me back to to working on on RHS yeah, um, I think 
I think this is the only modding group, and I've been through three uh, back back in my early days, modding early days. Uh, I I 100% under I agree uh, with back on the thing that I sort of do professional modeling at work, um, a lot of art biz, if you want. So that's one of the reasons I can't really touch structures and you know houses and whatever else uh, in my free time. Um, but when I have a lot of work at the office, uh, coming back home and doing the same thing over again is it's such a demotivator. On the motivation side, yeah, I think the group on its own um, is what keeps me you know connected for for as long as as I have been in this group. Um, and seeing what other what other people have been doing, um, and everybody's trying to push the, the the limit of this engine and the the, the creative and the, their own skill levels, um, uh, getting new workflows, uh, more modern tools in the uh, in the process. That's that's what. Um, that, that, that's definitely a, a yeah i would I, I would agree with every every point made and i mean even when people step out they don't they don't really uh rhs is is really like a, a family people hang out on on comms all day and we talk about things that are not game related and we talk about um just common interests and and share whatever it is it's it's a group unlike any other professional environment that I've ever been in. Um, uh, they're there. I mean, even though Red and Ben have not been, let's say, modeling anything for RHS for, for a year, it that doesn't matter at all. <clears throat> they're still there. We still right. talk to them. They still advise uh, uh, a lot on uh, any problems that anybody else has. Um, they They give their knowledge. And they will always be part of RHS, no matter where they are, whether they're contributing or not. It's, it's irrelevant. That's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, so the last question I got, guys, it's it's a slow it's a slow pitch for you guys. It's uh, a fun one that came from Slats, uh, and and I had to include it. I just had to. Uh, or again at Sean Slattery, he asked uh, everybody in the RH team gathers together for beers. Who's the last person to pass out? Ray Hard. Ray Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think it's him. Yeah, he's not here to defend himself, though. Oh, he is, he's not going to defend himself. On <laughs> but this he doesn't need to because he know that he's just he would just drink us all under the table. Yeah. Wow. Fun fact, though, is probably I'm going to have a beer with with Pufu sometime this coming week, oh, and uh, we can we can we can test out the. Uh, <laughs> how far it goes nice yeah. well um like i said uh, you know we really appreciate you guys coming on the show and, and answering these questions and I, I wanted to throw out there to the rest of the community if you submit a question it didn't get answered obviously the show can only be so long so i'm sorry we didn't get to all the questions that were submitted but you know you can always throw questions on the forums or twitter or or, or throw them in our discord and we can always uh, relay those to the right people so yeah have a have a follow-up sometime and uh answer some more or you know do it through email and post it somewhere but 
definitely happy to do it guys it's been a blast having you guys on a lot of information a lot of really good information too um and we appreciate you guys coming on the show a lot Uh, we we really appreciate you guys organizing this and um really happy to be here and very sorry for taking so long to uh answer your call (laughs) No, yeah, no, no, no. We we appreciate it. You know, we for those understand. that don't know, we we uh, reached out to RHS, um, you know, a couple of years ago, and really wanted to interview them. And and uh, you guys were just really, really slammed at the time. I, I think the response came back was just that you were, I think, probably right in the middle of a or coming up on a on a major release, and there was just a lot going on. It just wasn't good timing. But um, again, the great thing is that uh, we followed up, and 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 you were all for it. And and like I said, the community response to this interview coming out has been huge. Um, we've been getting a lot of messages and traffic about it, uh, asking when it's happening. We had a lot of people uh, inquire if there was a way that they could listen to it live. Um, and we weren't ready um, with the infrastructure to make that happen um, quite yet, but that is something that me and Reaver are looking into is to start doing some of these interviews live in the future for people to be able to to listen along with. But um Either way, is there anything any of you want to say, any shout outs or or kind of any last words uh, before we go ahead and uh, close out the show? Uh, Thanks for playing our mods. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That sums it up. That sums it up. Uh, yeah, and always we're always very thankful for uh, the community's feedback as well. That's something important to say that. Without all of your contributions here, guys, we, we wouldn't be able to make it either. So uh, even though we sometimes may look like we're not looking for feedback, we are. So do visit us at feedback.rhs.org, rhsmods.org, and uh, leave any suggestion or anything there. Um, we will try to get to it, um, whether it will get picked or not. Sorry? Sooner or later. Sooner or later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, we, we, you know, we really want to yeah, uh, yeah. make sure that you guys have a, a blast playing with with our stuff. Um, cool. And I, I can say we have for sure. Yes, we definitely have our own military. <laughs> Thanks. We definitely have, and have had some people in our group that um, have been, you know, kind of in the modding scene as well, and and yeah. they look at RHS uh, content as the north star. Um, the, okay. the content to aspire to so yep. really nice job on all the work you've done i think you've really added to what um not only arma has been for for you know going all the way back to arma 2 and possibly flashpoint but especially arma 3 i think rhs is one of the pillars um that keeps the game active for a lot of groups out there so so really nice work um Thanks. Uh, just one last to... shout yeah, out please, if i can please. Uh, yeah. would be to bohemia yeah. Uh, I'd like I to uh, give a shout out yeah. to Bohemia. They, they've been also quite incredible with uh, um, helping us, answering questions, um, also legal questions, and all the all these things. We're, we're really, really uh, thankful f- to them for also making such a great platform for uh, for us to even exist. So, absolutely. My yeah, my my own personal shout out to everybody in uh, RHS. Um, who, um, well, who've been doing work for RHS from Operation Flashpoint until today. Um, we couldn't have done it without all these 
contribution and all the work uh, each and many of you have done so far. So that's that, that goes without saying. We um, it's just the four of us here, but um, the group is a lot bigger, and every single one of um, of us of 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 them are part of it, part of the um, development process. And thank you for having us. Glad to see you. We're Glad to see you're back. back. Super for happy sure. to be back. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we appreciate it. I, I can go ahead and say, uh, and and I believe Soul would probably agree, but uh, I, I do know that if he could have had more people on, there there probably would have been quite a few more people uh, in the recording today. Um, but we we appreciate you guys coming out. We appreciate the time that you guys have put in uh, to the game and and the time you guys have taken out to come join us here. Um, and uh, that's that's it for now, guys. Um, hopefully, in the future, we might have uh, RHS back. Uh, hopefully, guys, maybe we'll talk. Um, I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um. Go ahead, Dagger. I was going to say, I mean, stay tuned. We got a lot of interviews um, that we want to get to now that we're back, including a big one coming up soon um, that we'll start talking about. But um, RHS was always one of the key groups we wanted to talk to. So it does feel uh, like we fulfilled something here. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to be excited uh, uh, just to kind of hear your perspective on, on so many things. Um, I, I know for me, um, I hadn't really given the the Gref um, release much of a look. I, I've I've always kind of used the AFRF and the USAF packs, and now I I really want to go re-download Gref and give it a try. So um, I'm feeling it's coming to our mod pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> thanks again, guys. Um, Reaver, do you want to tell people how they can contact the show and uh, take us out? Absolutely. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter uh, at Arminet underscore podcast uh, or through email at uh, Arminet podcast at gmail.com or through the discord. Uh, the link will be in the description. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's the best ways to get a hold of us. Um, Great. Thank you guys. Uh, thanks listeners for, for listening in. We appreciate everything the community does and uh, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Sure. Thanks. Bye. No problem. Thanks for having us. Bye-bye.